Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and with us again this morning, Eric Berger, Executive Director of Highway 80 Rescue Mission in Longview and Tyler. Good morning, good morning, Eric. Great to have you with us again. Good morning. It's good to be here. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus, and In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Eric, uh, I'm counting three times we've had you on, maybe within the last two, two and a half years, but it's been a little over a year, and I know that Highway 80 Rescue Mission's been around for many, many years. You're doing a lot of the same things you've been doing all along, but there are always changes. You have to uh, grow and expand and really adjust to the increasing needs of the communities that you serve. Let's start, as we always do, with an overview. What is the Highway 80 Rescue Mission? A little bit of history, mission, who you are, what you do. You know, we we are a Christian-based rescue mission that's been serving um, the homeless um, and poor since 1955. We were started by local churches, and still our majority of our support comes from churches, individuals, businesses, so we are locally um, supported. We are not a government agency. We don't receive money from the United Way. We've always have been a outreach of of the Christian church. And, and Christians. And one of the things that's neat about that is not not one church, not one denomination, but the body coming together um, to serve um, the people that have need. Um, traditionally, um, you talked about the hobos. You talked about the folks who would be coming through town to get jobs or those with alcoholics. And mostly it was the 55-year-old um, men with alcohol problems who would end up at the mission. We still see those people, but that is a major change. Right now, we now we sleep almost as many women and children as we do men. Um, we have the people who are having a temporary crisis of job loss, who've had a medical problem. Um, people are having a temporary crisis. And then we have the folks that their life is a crisis, that until they make changes in those life because of addictions, um, because of maybe being impaired with mental illness, or have um, challenges with disability until they have some victory in those areas or get some special assistance, they're not gonna get beyond homelessness. So we're dedicated not just to meet those temporary needs, but to help people um, get their lives together and get the resources they need through all our various programs. Mm-hmm. And when you talk local, you're basically talking about Longview. That's where it all started and where it's been since 1955. But of course, within the last few years, you've moved into Tyler and you have an exciting expansion project in Tyler that we're gonna talk about a little bit later on in the show. Um, Eric Berger, Executive Director of Highway 80 Rescue Mission, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, and a little bit of contact information here. On the web, it's highway80rm.org, and that's H-I-W-A-Y-8-0-R-M.org. Longview Men's Center and Main Office, 3117 West Marshall in Longview. Phone number is 903-759-8101. The Longview Women and Families Shelter across the street on Marshall, um, 903-234-2583. And um, Dawn Moltson, I do hope I said that name correctly. Okay. She is the Tyler Dire- Highway 80 Tyler Director. That's at 601 East Valentine Street in the facility also known as Gateway to Hope. And uh, uh, downtown Tyler, just a little ways east of NetHealth, the Northeast Texas Public Health District on North Broadway. You make that right on Valentine and go just a hop, a skip, and a jump, and you're right there. And that number is 903-617-6097. Okay, we've done the overview of um, the Highway 80 Rescue Mission on basic form. Uh, maybe if you kind of briefly mention the different programs that you have, and then we can flesh that informa- uh, information out as we go through the show. So one, we have, we have an emergency shelter, 
and um, for homeless men and if you become homeless you walk through the door and we start working a plan and as long as you're working on that plan to be independent which is look for work or or get better recovery from illness um, we're going to extend you and you can either access that by coming right into our facility in Longview or by coming into the day center in um, Tyler and we'll, we'll transport you or we'll try to connect you with the Salvation Army. Then we have um, that same program for, for women and children um, basically works the same way that we're going to give you an initial stay and as long as you're working a plan um, we'll continue to have you um, stay with us um, to, to get into independence. But then we also have Christ-centered recovery. Um, we serve about 60 um, men, most who have uh, substance abuse issue, uh, addiction, um, some others that maybe there's a sexual addiction or some other um, life controlling issues. And then we also have a program that's a Christ-centered recovery program for women that more focuses on those that need to overcome the impacts of abuse in their life. 70% of the women in our shelter were abused either as a child or as an adult mm -hmm. and are often been in situations where they have continually have gone into bad relationships even to a point that we're now calling this romance addiction and so we have a program for about 10 to 15 women um, to help them learn how to overcome abuse um, God's um, God's way and then at our day center here um, in Tyler um, we have an outreach to those that are living in the camps um, where they can receive case management, clinic, mail services, laundry, um, showers, um, computers. But that often that's the connection to get them into recovery programs, getting them connected into Salvation Army, getting them connected into disability, getting them connected into mental health services. And, and then we have street workers that work as a part of that team actually going out into those camps um, in the surrounding areas right there around um, where our, our facility is at on Valentine Street. Okay, do you also have people doing similar work as far as going out into the homeless camps in Longview, or is that just in Tyler? We, we do. There is another ministry that does more of a day center in um, Longview called um, Newgate. And so we more familiar with him. We've had so, him on the show. Yeah, yeah. And so we more partner with so in some ways they're kind of the feeder often they're working with those folks and then they um, connect them into the mission. Okay. And uh, let's also mention your medical clinics. You have medical clinics, I believe in Tyler and in Longview. We do. Um, and we have um, in in um, Tyler, our partnership is with UT Tyler um, um, nurse practitioner program right they actually provide a instructor and students and also then with special health resources and so we have a clinic right on site very low barrier to get into and then the goal is is to get them connected with other care um, okay. try to reduce them going to the ER often are you sick because you're homeless are you homeless because you're sick a lot of those things interconnect with one another and so we want to make sure people get that get that care um, if you've got a condition that you shouldn't be going back into a camp we're trying to get you into shelter um, so that you can recover and get back to employment okay uh just a quick clarification here uh, you have you've given me a brochure about triumph villages which is something that we're going to be talking about later on in the show um we have the website as highway 80 rm.org h-i-w-a-y 80rm.org um, there's also a highway80mission.org mentioned on here. Will either of those get you where you need to go? Either of them will get you there. Okay. And uh, as far as contact information, we'll just give the basic contact information. Uh, we're referring you to the website. There is also Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. 
And uh, that's all, I'm sure, accessible through the website. Longview Men's Centers on West Marshall Avenue. Uh, main number is 903-759-8101. That'll get you in touch with anything uh, you need to know, anybody you need to talk to about any of your work. Uh, also, facil- there's a facility across the street and, of course, a facility in Tyler. But uh, let's just refer folks to the uh, website to get more information because there is an awful lot on there, a lot of very good information about uh, who you are and what you do, highway80rm.org. Um, moving into um, something that really needs to be addressed, uh, I guess really at the center or close to the center of some of the things that have changed, not only in the last 63 years that you've been in existence, but maybe within the last two, three, four years, an overview of the poor in the long in Longview and Tyler. And let's start off by, uh, there, there seems to be much more of an issue, much more of a challenge now with people who are suffering from mental health issues. Yeah, you know, I don't know that necessarily we have an increase in the amount of people that are mentally ill. We certainly have an increase in how many of them are homeless. Mm -hmm. And one of the challenges is that sometimes it can be a vicious cycle in the fact that if you have a mental health issue and you're not a danger to self or others and you have no coverage, then it's hard to get help. And so the challenge is you stay homeless, but you can't get into services because you don't have a payer source. And if you're a danger to self or others, then some things might kick in. But Mm -hmm. if you're not, and if you don't believe you have a mental health problem, mm. how, do you get, how do you get that person help? And so often we can't get that person beyond homelessness because they have a mental health issue, but, they don't ever, but they're not severe enough that they hit any of the triggers to actually get um, assistance. And this gap, I mean, you can just see it driving around town, is growing and growing and growing and is certainly the biggest challenge you have. When I first started working in rescue mission work, the biggest challenge was getting somebody to be willing to accept help. But when they had that moment of clarity, you could take them immediately into services. Now the question is, do they have a payer source? And we can get you a payer source. We can get you into disability. But that's a year's process, and you mm. have to be cooperative in it. Yeah. And so if you're not mentally capable, you, you're not at a point where you're recognizing your mental health issues. To me, that's our biggest challenge and the one that we have is hard to have answers for. Okay. Eric Berger, Executive Director of Highway 80 Rescue Mission in Longview and Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims and moving along, drug addiction. Again, not a new problem at all, but it is part of the changing face of the uh, challenges that you have. You know, one of the challenges that when we're dealing with drug addiction is that it's now across the whole community. And so you're looking at folks that are coming from multi-generational addiction to people who come from um, pretty stable families that are now dealing with addiction to folks who have gone most of their life without addiction but now have an opiate addiction. And so in the past, it kind of was, it was just alcoholics. They were all male and they all had lost their families. Now, in our recovery programs, we've got folks that are educated, not educated. We've got 17-year-old kids um, that are hooked to K2. Um, And so that diversity and the diversity of what addictions you're dealing with, the opiates, alcohol is still a big issue. Um, Huffing is a huge issue that you don't hear as much about, which is taking Whippet, uh, whipped cream and inverting it. Um, it's becoming a big issue with um, younger people. Um, so that diversity of who's being addicted is much greater than ever. 
Okay, uh, let's have a little bit more on the huffing. I have heard that term many times. I want to make sure people understand exactly what that entails. So um, there's propellant that you can get a high from that's like in whipped cream or in the in the um, dust off that you use for your, your keyboard. Uh-huh. And the challenge with that is that often it's young people that are using that. But how do you know? Because yeah. if you get caught in your car with whipped cream, you can't be arrested for it. You're not stealing for stealing to get it. You're not prostituting to get it for it. So the only time you know that that young person is in crisis is when they're fighting for their life in the ER. Right. And so it, 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 some of the other areas, meth and so on, have prostitution and theft and other things that go with it. So it's more clear that people know you have a problem. But the huffing can be more hidden. Okay. Uh, on to another topic as we continue with our overview of the poor in Longview and Tyler and some of the more current issues that have arisen. Single moms really struggling. Tell us, uh, just kind of get us up to date on that and the challenges and some of the things you're doing to help. So one of the challenges that we have is often we'll have a single mom that maybe has two or three kids staying with us and she's just underemployed. And one of the challenges is how, what does it take to get her out of homelessness? So she might stay with us three or four, three or four months, but her just working a part-time job with three kids is never going to get her past um, poverty. And one of the challenges is often is that she will then go hook up with some guy who will take care of her while he dumps her, and what does she end up doing coming back to the shelter? She's got another child, and that cycle keeps going. So how do you break that? How do you get it where that single mom isn't just dependent on another relationship, but you get her where her job level, her education? One of the things also with, with our single moms is much likely not to have a high school or GED um, mm-hmm. than, a man, than a man is. And so, and their job opportunities are much more limited because you got child care issues. Right. You, um, you know, can't work that evening job. And so that's, to me, one of the fastest growing groups, and it's the hardest group um, to have a quick turnaround. If, you're, um, if a woman comes to us or a man comes to us without kids, hey, we can get, her, get them that job at that convenience store, and boom, they're out. The mom with three kids... The job mm-hmm. at the convenience store isn't going to pay enough. And so she's in this continual cycle. And that's one of the things that we're working hard to try to break those cycles. Um, we've got some great partners. Um, um, Buckner um, has, a, has a home in Longview right. where you can then go and live there as you're going to college. Mm-hmm. Another There's group a, we've had on the show before. Another program, yeah. uh, Hardison's, um, which is a craft workshop that works on um, soft skills and works on helping them yeah. get a new career. And so those are some of the things that we're trying to channel people into. Unfortunately, um, there's more single moms um, with kids than necessarily there's resources to help. Um, and, and so like I said, that's an area that is always going to be um, a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think one of the challenges sometimes when we're talking about homelessness, we always want to look at economy. And to me, you got to look at that family dynamic because often the reason why we have, we have poverty is because when you don't have two incomes in this world in a family, taking care of a family, and you've got a dad that's out there supporting one set of kids and he's got another set somewhere else that he's trying to support, um, 
That has to give at some point. And this collapse of the family has a direct effect into homelessness. Mm -hmm. Uh, A quick nod to Hardison's Marketplace. I think you've mentioned about three different groups that we've had on the show in the past. I've um, had the enlightening experience, I I guess I'll put it, uh, as I guess I'll put it, of uh, actually having interacted myself with some of these groups um, by having them on this show. So it's good to hear you mention them. Great to know that you're having partnerships with uh, some of these other organizations. And of course, we know how important partnerships, overall collaboration are in uh, any number of issues that uh, communities are trying to solve, not the least of those being the kinds of issues you're dealing with on a day-in, day-out basis. Speaking of which, uh, moving into the changing faces of homelessness, uh, we've talked to you, we've talked to Christina Folsom with the East Texas Human Needs Network, and the changing face of home, it just seems to be constantly changing. But here lately, another issue has emerged, and you're talking about younger folks, people in their mid to late teens who are uh, drawing attention to a whole new set of problems that uh, your ministry is uh, trying to deal with along with everything else? Yeah, one of the, the real challenges is, is dealing with this group from about 16 to 20 um, to 22. And even in those situations often um, is diverse because um, we've got um, We've got young people that are staying with us because moms decided to move in with a new boyfriend and they mm-hmm. don't and they don't fit and so a no um, mom's hooked to meth and the child is trying to escape those situations and so you've got times where um, they're not the they're not the challenge they're just responding to what's going on in their home and then you've got a whole nother group um, that's just in rebellion that's having an adventure out there who has resources that came that came from um, Holmes dropped out of school and is in, as you know, the Bible um, talks about that prodigal son. Yeah. Um, and so we sit there and go, why would anybody be in a camp? Why would anybody go from from one tent to another and be abused? And you sit there and, you, and your heart breaks. And we, we, we reach out to young people and say, you know, this is going to end badly. And often, unfortunately, a lot of times what we're doing is we're planting seeds in relationships so that when that first end up in the ER being beaten up or that time of an overdose, when they're ready to change, um, we're there for them. But it breaks our heart that we can't get them to see that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and sometimes we do, but often it's, it's they're heading down a path that we, we're watching the train wreck. Um, you know the concern that I have is is that is that how many young people we have and the thing is they're not disconnected. There's somebody's grandkids. There's often these kids are connected to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the draw is to be out there um, living on the streets, going from couch to couch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. And yet your agency is, your ministry is in the business of dealing with it on a day-in, day-out basis, and there are so many different ways that's being done. Um, again, talking to Eric Berger, Executive Director of Highway 80 Rescue Mission in Longview and Tyler, I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Best way to get information, go to the website, highway80rm.org. That's H-I-W-A-Y-8-0-R-M. Dot org. Uh, under the category of the challenges of homelessness with substance abuse problems, we talked about drug addiction earlier. Anything that you'd care to add to what we were discussing at the well, beginning of the show? Alcohol is still a big issue. Sometimes we, it gets it gets morphed. Um, but those with alcohol problems are, are still certainly a, a prominent group. Um, the good news is, is those that are ready 
to have a new life, there is a lot of opportunity for them. Um, beyond our recovery program, you've got um, Celebrate Recoveries in churches. We're able to connect people with mentors and sponsors, and we're seeing people who have um, turnaround in their lives. And there is, there is hope from addiction. Okay. Uh, let's move back to Tyler for just a second here. We've had the uh, Gateway to Hope facility in business for a number of years, dating back to even before it was uh, put under the auspices of Highway 80 Rescue Mission. We talked about that a little, a lot of activity going on there. You're about to expand in Tyler with a project called Triumph Village. Well, we have a, we've been seeking land for a while. We, we've acquired land um, out um, on Highway 64, out by the airport, mm-hmm. of three and a half acres. And what we'll be developing there is a Christ-centered recovery program so that you don't have to go to Longview if you're from, t- from Tyler. Um, the importance of that is to have that, that true Christian-based recovery that's 10 months long, um, but also then has the ability to connect with a local church, a local mentor, a local sponsor, so that when we then connect you back into the community, you've been doing it all along right here. Um, the other piece there is there'll also be a transitional um, program that either you can go from a recovery program, but you could go from the emergency shelter at the Salvation Army into a transitional program there. So you have already have a job, but maybe you keep on going back to a bad neighborhood. Maybe you've got child support issues, and you need to get a little better foundation after you've got that employment. Maybe you need a little help in managing that money or dealing with some debts. Um, this transitional program, they'll pay to actually be in that program, but they'll get so much of that money back towards first month rents, utilities. And what we want to do is, is somewhat deal with these folks that just keep on going through a cycle of going back into homeless, o- homelessness over and over again. Okay, and um, you're looking at getting Triumph Village up and going by about when? Well, the first the, the first phase of the recovery, we should be able to have that done in a year. We've it's a it's a the first phase is a is a million and a half, and we have about six hundred thousand um, of it raised, and so we're still raising the money for that. But we ba- we have money now to do forty four beds that is going to go out to bid next month to start okay. building that. All right, sounds good. And we'll certainly be looking to keep in touch on, in that regard, about what's going on with Triumph Village. Uh, a couple of upcoming banquets, both of them are April 26th. You have one in Longview and one in Tyler. If you can just quickly tell us uh, where and when those are going to be held and uh, a little bit about your guest speaker that day. Well, um, in Tyler, it'll be at uh, Rose Height Church. Um, in Longview, it'll be at, at dinner at, at the Mob Cobb. We have Alicia Morgan, who is the former um, director of, of Mothers of, of Preschoolers, often known as MOPs, um, Christian um, speaker for women's groups. But her story is she had a son that went through addiction, um, had a daughter that went through an unplanned pregnancy, and kind of went through a crisis of, hey, this shouldn't happen to us. We're a Christian family. And through that, really kind of went through a growth of, of ministering to others, but also um, how the Lord carried them through those things. And she wrote a book um, called Gracefully Broken. Um, and so one of the things that we're encouraged is, is often as families have family members with addiction, they kind of feel like no one else has gone through this, um, that somehow this 
this is on them. And so we, we're excited about having that speaker come and just share because often we just are dealing with broken families that just come to us yeah. because they're, 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 their son or their grandson is in addiction. They just don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, I have April 26th, 1130 at Rose Heights Church in Tyler. Same date, April 26th, 6 p.m. at Maud Cobb Center in Longview. Your big awareness and I assume fundraising banquets um, as well. We call it more fundraising. Um, we we will take an offering, um, okay. but there's no but there's no charge um, to attend the banquet. We do ask that you do reservations, and we'll just we just take an offering to cover the expense. But it's mostly about here's how you find out about what we do. Okay, so it's really kind of an awareness thing and some information upcoming on the website. So keep your eyes on highway 80 dar, uh, highway80rm.org for more information. But uh, if you want to pencil in those dates, April 26th, 1130 at Rose Heights and Tyler, 6 p.m. at Maud Cobb and Longview. Big Highway 80 Rescue Mission banquets coming up. If you're interested in what we're talking about today, you may want to try and hit one or both of those. If you're a traveling person, I guess you could do both of them. And uh, uh, Eric, I'll, I'll bet you'll be at both of them too. I will be at okay. both of them. And so will uh, your guest speaker, Alicia Morgan. How can people help? They can donate. There are a lot of different ways they can volunteer. Well, you know, once again, there's always you know, the financial donations because that's how we're able to, to do the things we do. But giving a time is important as well. And, um, you know, everything from coming and serving a meal. But the things that really are of great value is those people that can make a weekly commitment to, like, come and work in our computer lab and, and work with somebody on basic computer skills or, or a resume or to come and do um, a Bible study with our women at, at Gateway to Hope or work um, um, doing some mentoring with one of these young people that we're working with. Um, volunteering is is the important part of what we do and, and we have a lot of volunteers but getting those folks that can come on a weekly basis because life is busy is the toughest thing but if you want to make an impact that can really change somebody out of homelessness it's that kind of volunteering that we can take and say okay this really helped that person get that job this is what really helped that person um, become the mom that they need to be um, there's always the need of, of materials. Um, everything from, you know, we're still needing hats and gloves because we're in that mixed time where it's it's warm today and cold tomorrow. Um, so there's always those kind of needs that people can just check our Facebook or our website to see what kind of materials needs we need on a regular basis. Okay, coming down close to the end of the show, I wanted to mention something that you brought up as we were talking before we went to air. Uh, both police departments, Tyler and Longview, now have designated homeless officers, and this is another important partnership for your ministry. One of the things that allows to do is that you now have officers dedicated that can work through a challenge. Often, you know, you get a call and then come out and deal with it for that moment. But maybe if you've got somebody that's continually living in a camp or you've got some of these young people that are being abused, the officers can somewhat work through that whole problem. And often maybe if there's a barrier, they know the resources they have, they know when it's appropriate to connect, connect us. Um, but one of the things is trying to also do it where um, sometimes arrest is what's needed because it holds somebody accountable. But often, um, if you can help somebody deal with the problems of why they're in that state or why they're always at that merchant's doorway, um, you can then get them out of homelessness. And so this is a much more relational approach. It's something that we've seen um, some good tools. And once again, people need to be held accountable at times, but do you give them a, a, an option? 
Um, hey, mm-hmm. go into recovery. Yeah. Hey, you can do something different. And that's where we, we, we really have enjoyed this partnership. Okay. Uh, one thing that we've talked about before, and I want to bring it up again. I want to draw everybody's attention to something on your website, highwayadrm.org, eight ways to truly help the homeless. There are so many well-meaning people out there who really want to help, and somebody will walk up to them at a store parking lot, and uh, they'll maybe have a sign that says, we'll work for food or need money, please help. And um, I guess rule number one, and it's right at the very top of your list, is uh, don't give cash to the homeless. Better to take them out for a meal or maybe give them a gift card to a fast food restaurant, something along those lines. Because if you give them cash, you don't know where the – frankly, honestly, you want to think the best of people. You don't know where that money's going. And here's one of the challenges is you just don't know. You don't know who's actually homeless. Um, a good chunk of the folks out there doing cash um, aren't necessarily homeless. Yeah. Um, you don't know who's addicted. And once again, um, I'm not saying that everybody who's ever asked for, for money has an addiction issue. But I know a lot of them do. And you could be actually hurting that, um, that person. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what I always do, especially at Walmart, is somebody asks me, I say, great, when I'm done, uh, meet me back 20 minutes at the McDonald's or the Subway, and and I'll, I'll buy them a meal in, in, in that public place. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, most of the time, people say, no, that's not what they want. But those few times they do, I have an opportunity to connect them beyond. Yeah, and there's more on the website about this and everything else we've talked about today, highwayadrm.org. Eric Berger, always a pleasure. And uh, just an uplifting experience to have you on the show from Highway 80 Rescue Mission. Thanks. Keep doing the great things you do. Stay in touch. Thank you so much. You bet. Eric Berger, Highway 80 Rescue Mission, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB-FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.